0: Hi, I'm Mike Maloney, and welcome to another CSRM podcast. Today's episode is hosted by Dr. Greg Linville.
1: Welcome yet again to another CSRM podcast. Uh, we provide these resources for those who are local church sports rec and fitness ministers really around the world. And uh, we're gathered again today here online. And with me today is Dr. Greg Linville, who is our uh, Director of Resource Development. And we're talking about uh, this book as a part of our, our series, really kind of helping to equip the local church sports minister to think differently And this is about putting the church back in the game. We're talking about the theology of that concept of church. Uh, We've got Scott Stebbin with us here today as well, our Director of Digital Resources. He's spinning the dials, and uh, I'm sure he'll have some thoughts also to share. And we're just excited about Scott and his new ministry with us. Uh, Dr. Greg, we kind of ended last time uh, with a great conversation about the different words in the Greek for church, kind of... Continuing to build our theology. Um, and as we kind of think about the three tier uh, process, we're building the theology. Now let's get really practical because we've talked about the theology of what the church is. What are our next steps? What's the purpose and the function now of the church? And how should that shape um, our sports, rec, and fitness ministries? Well, thanks,
2: Dennis. It's been a joy to be with you guys and, and it's a, just a privilege to serve in all these different ways where we've said last time that each of these books, particularly the theolo- theological books, the ologies, the sports ministry of which this is the first for review. The first one is ecclesiology. What do we believe about the church? The second one then is soteriology. What do we believe salvation is all about? How do we know that we're united with Jesus And then the third one is missiology. How do we actually go reach people? How do we actually go do the mission? And then the fourth one is Christology, which is who is the Christ of the sports outreach movement. And all of these have to do with this chapter and this book, and that is it helps us understand the purpose of the church. We also mentioned last time that we try to kind of hone in on a particular passage or book. And on this particular book, it, it's coming out of Peter. And some of the reason why we went this direction is because of the interaction that Jesus had with Peter in the Gospels. And if you remember, the the, the, the he, that Jesus was asking the disciples, "Who do people say that I am?" And then Peter had the great confish, confession you know, thou art the Christ, and and then it was that Jesus said to him, and you are the rock, and the church will be built upon you. Well, I don't mm-hmm. think we can say that the church was built upon Peter, and Peter helps us understand in his epistle that the rock really is Jesus, and and in this epistle, he keeps talking about The rock that is going to be the foundation for all of us is Jesus, and that's really the big deal. And on page fifty-five, I think of the book we we talk about that. What is the big deal? Well, the big deal is that the church is really built on Jesus, and if that's the case, then what's the purpose? What's the function? And and so the purpose of the church is to be that living witness. We talked about that we're living stones in a living building last time, so that we can actually have a witness to the world. And then that helps us understand the function of the church. And the function really is the accomplishment of the Great Commission. Now, I, I want to talk a little bit about this because I think this then leads us towards the next segments. Uh, or the next books in this in this book series and by the way, if you haven't watched the previous ones, this is one a book in the in a whole series of books and we have this series of these uh, theological foundations and and what what we have to always keep in mind is that we've we're here to reach people for Jesus so how do we do that the Great Commission, we don't take the whole Great Commission. So, Dan or Scott, I'm just going to ask you, what is the Great Commission?
1: We are to go into all the world, and we are to make disciples. We are to teach and baptize them, and uh, we are to recognize that Christ is with us even to the ends of the age as we um, go about fulfilling that Great Commission and um yeah it's our it's our marching order so to speak
2: (laughs) yeah and so you got it and and so what most people do is they stop after the first phrase go sometimes they they move go to all the world but they do not take the next thing baptizing them go and make disciples baptizing them and then teaching them all that i have commanded you and i will go with you so we kind of maybe sometimes get the first part to go and go into all the world and yeah god's going to be with us but we conveniently leave out those things that are in the middle and these are so crucial so the function if the purpose of the church is to go and reach people The function, how do we do that, is that we do go, we do go to everyone, and we go to make disciples, and what's the first step in making a disciple? And that is to baptize. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Now, I don't want to have our Methodist and Lutheran and Presbyterian brothers and sisters leave this podcast because, all right, I see where this is going. Um, okay, for full disclosure, I'm I'm not only a Baptist, I'm an Anabaptist. I'll baptize people who have already been baptized as infants. Okay. But I want to get beyond that because my Lutheran brothers, I'm sitting here at a Chautauqua this week, and it's the Lutheran week. And my Lutheran brothers and sisters, they baptize their babies. But you know what happens later on? When they have then professed Christ, you know what happens? They have then what's called confirmation. And so whether or not you have a theological tradition that you baptize an infant and then you have a confirmation upon an adult or a later confirmation and confession of Christ, or whether you dedicate your baby and infant and then have a baptism upon a profession of faith, all of the traditions have the same two. You got something for the baby, something for the parents, something for the church, and then something for the person upon profession of faith. So let's don't... I, I'll, okay, I'll argue that at another time, but I think we can agree on that. But now, Dan, this is all supposed to be relating to sports ministers, local church sports ministers, and the para ministry sports-related para ministry world, and the sports chaplaincy world, and the camping and outdoor rec and ministry world. This is, I think, one of the most underappreciated and overlooked and underutilized functions that the church can do. I never will forget when one of the guys that in the sports ministry of local church that I've been part of had taken a few years and come to faith. And when he was baptized, what happened not only to him, but to all of those people who had been praying for him, reaching out to him. It It's kind of like being married without a wedding. Hmm. And, can you say that you that you're married and and never have had a wedding? You've never put a ring on somebody's finger. You've never made those pledges and confirmations. Yeah, okay, but how much better is it when you have done that? And so that's what we're talking about. And so the function, one of the over, most overlooked functions in the church overall, and particularly in the sports rec and fitness world, is that we don't move people upon a profession of faith to baptism or if they've been baptized in that ecclesiastical world, a confirmation. It's up in front of a local congregation. They're not only joining the universal big C church, but they're joining a local congregation of that big C church. And so this then is all a huge part of it. Now I've taken, I don't know, probably more time than I should have, but I think that this is helping people understand the function of the church and the local church. And it also then should be communicated that the ministry world needs to also think about this. Because when they bring this elite athlete or coach to Jesus, are they saying now it's time for you to... Be baptized in a local congregation that's going to disciple you. In this book, someplace I'll, I'll kind of wrap this little section up with a story that the, the man who helps us actually put the book into print is a state director for one of our beloved para ministries, sports-related para ministries. And when I come to the point of saying that in the book that. What's the old saint I can't remember his name who said unless the church unless the church is the mother of the new believer he can't have God as his father and and I didn't quote that exactly right but you get the thick f- f- picture and what this guy was saying to me was you didn't say it strong enough because I'm saying every single new believer needs to get into a local congregation. He said, you didn't say it strong enough. I said, how much stronger can I say? He said, look, I've worked with these athletes and they they become division one college and they go on to pro and I, they come to Jesus. And I tell them you got to get involved in a church. And then five years later, and I'm, I'm saying, what happened? They're involved in a church, but it's not a Bible church. It's not a biblically centered founded church. It's not a Christocentric church. It's not a gospel centric church. He says they're going to church, but they're not getting the gospel. He said, You need to be stronger on this. It can't just be any church. It's got to be a biblically based, Christ centered, gospel centric church. You know what? He's right. Mm-hmm. And, and so, what does that mean? It starts with baptism and then teaching them all that I've commanded you. Yeah. And if we are not doing that in the local church, we're not doing the Great Commission, even though we're going. We're counting conver- conversions. We're not producing dedicated disciples. What do you think, Dan or Scott?
1: I think this is great because it, it forces the um, local church sports rec and fitness minister to, again, think about the overall function and process of their ministry um because if if they're not thinking through what we term as evangelistic disciple making and Greg you just broke it down re- really well if they don't think about well are there components of going yes. are there components of baptizing or have some having some moment where uh, the the person stands before a group of people saying that they believe in Jesus right Uh, And they're now welcomed into that community. And I I would say, Greg, yeah, we we stop there for a lot of churches. We also definitely stop at the teaching part, um, which is a process and it takes time and it can be frustrating. And again, it goes back to the theology of what church is. Because if we think, well, church is only for people far from God, or we think it's only for people who are already in the kingdom, and we don't think about both together and then the messiness of that, and also, the amount of time it takes to teach someone to live a holy life and to recognize when you came to Christ, his words, not mine, I'm born again. So I'm this infant. Paul talks about, well, we have to have milk and then we go to meat. So we somehow grow up in the faith. Then we're supposed to reproduce um, because it's not just again, the paid professionals job to produce more disciples. When we think through an overall uh, holistic process of evangelistic disciple-making, we will then equip others to multiply other followers of Christ themselves. So I think it's, it's fantastic because Jesus gives us marching orders, doesn't tell us exactly what that looks like in our, our, our current context here, but we know we can apply the things that he said to our contexts, and then we can have an overall process that will walk someone through that and help someone to grow up in the Lord, and then they'll reproduce as well, so we have disciples making other disciples making other disciples, and I I would just encourage a local church sports rec and fitness minister that if their overall church philosophy isn't that, and it's not happening, or there's breakdowns, and and that can be really frustrating, but you make your ministry that way, the, the very best that you can and God will bless that. So, um, I've spoken too too long there, but yes, I think it just helps that minister develop an overall process. Scott, I'd love to hear your your thoughts on that as well. Yeah. I mean, I would kind of agree with everything that you said, Dan, I think that there has to be, you know, there has to be sound teaching in how, because sound teaching is going to help us live out on how we practice it. Um, practice our faith, practice our ministries and everything else.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Greg, we're we're almost out of time, um, but I I love this conversation and what Scott just shared, because we need sound teaching, which you're giving us in this book and through this podcast right now. But what are some of the subtle traps that quickly that we could fall into if we're not careful when it comes to thinking this whole Concept through the Great Commission, and then we haven't had time to talk about, but also the Great Commandment as well to love God and to love others. So, what what are some of those traps that we should be leery of uh to not fall into?
2: Yeah, the the, the Great Commission has got to be based on the great commandments, and as we love God, that's going to be evident to people, and then as we love others, the love of God is going to be made evident to them. And we, as you say, we don't have time to break that down, but it's it's the key to accomplishing the great commission that we do it within the great commandments and 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 there's a couple subtle things that can happen to us and that we we think again going back to our conversation uh, a podcast or two ago that if we just roll a ball out that because we're preaching the word you know we're come to jesus come to jesus come to jesus that that's all we need to do um no you need to do a great sports league no you need to have a great fitness class and so let's don't get into that trap of all we got to do is preach the word this has got to be something that's actually going to be attractive to the person who doesn't have a faith in jesus they don't come to our congregations because they want to have a Bible study. They don't come because they want to have a worship experience. They come because they want personal fitness or competition. And we've got to fulfill what they are wanting to have happen. And that's a very subtle trap that we can fall into. So we've got to be very careful with that. And so we also can't get into the other side of the trap where um, that we never preach. Um, we we we've gotta do both. It's gotta be a both and it can't just be do a great sports program and never do anything but have an opening prayer. And we can't just have um this great teaching without having a, without having a great sports teaching. So it's really important that the church knows in terms of its functionality. It's got to do both of those within the sports rec and fitness world.
1: And I think that really helps to kind of wrap up this section as we think about that that function. Because if you really are um, a church, a ministry based upon the Great Commission, you are going to probably do the both and very well. Because it's going to be constantly at the forefront of your mind. Well, I need to go. I need to baptize. I need to teach. I need to bathe that with loving God and loving others. And I need to recognize that I have to have a process for all those things to happen. I find it very interesting that almost every church that I come across on their website or in something printed, one of their core values is excellence. Yes. Um, and so, Greg, I think you hit the nail on the head. Don't forsake the fact that when we're doing all these things ministry-wise, people also want to have a good experience, Yes. especially when it comes to sports rec and fitness. And unfortunately, we're out of time um and uh, we're just so excited so thankful that you've joined us here yet again today uh we just encourage you continue to look forward to the future as we continue to go through this book the putting the church back in the game you can order this book through our website at csrm.org and we just encourage you buy a few copies um buy one for your senior pastor if you know other sports rec and fitness ministers in the area Uh, form a network, form a round table. We love to kind of coach you on how you can do that with where you live because we know it's so important to gather together because no one understands a pastor like a pastor. And so when you're gathered together going through resources like this, we know you're gonna build relationships and those are gonna make you most effective in ministry. That's what CSRM is all about. So go to our website, go to the upper right-hand corner. You'll find the store link. You can find that book and other books there as well. Share this podcast with people listen to it yet again, and just allow the Lord to continue to minister to you. Dr. Greg, we thank you so much for all that you shared thus far. Scott, thank you for all that you've done, especially behind the scenes, putting this podcast together. And to you, the the listener, we are cheering you on. We're praying for you as you continue to change lives at the local church level. So thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you next time. Take care. The
0: CSRM Podcast is a production of CSRM and their production house, Overwhelming Victory. Dr. Rick Lindell is the executive producer, and Scott Stedman is the associate producer and editor. To learn more about CSRM, visit CSRM.org. For more information about Overwhelming Victory, visit overwhelmingvictory.org. The CSRM podcast is the flagship member of the podcast network, Overwhelming Victory Radio. For more information on Overwhelming Victory Radio, or to listen to our partner podcasts, visit overwhelmingvictory.org backslash OV radio. For CSRM podcasts, I'm Mike Maloney. Have a blessed day.